You're listening to Podcateers. Welcome to episode 427 of Podcateers. In this episode, we talk about the change in selecting the panels you want to attend at the D23 Expo this year, this year's Disney Legends honorees, Andrew's experience renewing his magic key, and Larry's thoughts on the new offerings. Looks like we might be getting a Big Thunder Mountain movie, and we are here for it. Mel suggests a show that was recently added to Disney+, and we round out the podcast talking about the first episode of She-Hulk. We'd love to hear your thoughts on anything that we talk about in this episode, and you can join the conversation on Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter. Just search for Podcateers, but we'd love for you to join us on our Discord server. Joining the community is super simple. Just head on over to podcateers.com slash 428 and click on the Discord logo, or you can also click on the link in our pinned IG story. A very special thank you goes out to an awesome group of people known as the FGP Squad, our podcast fairy godparents, because it's their support via Patreon that helped make these episodes of Podcateers possible. As part of the FGP Squad family, you get some additional perks like exclusive discount codes for Podcateers gear, additional content like the Podcateers after show, and access to our happy hour calls, just to name a few. For more information on how you can become part of the FGP Squad family, we invite you to check out podcateers.com FGP. And as always, a super special thank you goes out to the FGP Squad for their continued support. Time to jump into the episode. If this is your first time hanging out with us, welcome. We hope that you enjoy the episode and that you come back for more. And of course, if you've been hanging with us for a while now, welcome back, friends. Here is episode 427 of Podcateers. Hear me? I had to adjust the microphone. Yeah, baby, I can hear oh, you. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. How's that? Oh, sure oh it's so quiet. <laughs> no, it's so quiet. I can't hear you. It's so quiet. I'm too quiet Uh-oh. now. Oh, I don't know. Blah blah blah. <laughs> <laughs> wait a second. Wait a second. Whoa, 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 whoa. Hold up. Hold up. Are you Elvis or are you Drac? I'm blah, 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 I'm Drag Elvis, oh, <laughs> baby, give me a peanut butter and blood sandwich, oh, oh blah, that blah, was blah. nice. <laughs> I, I don't it. know what that was. Uh, you know what, either way, it worked, and I liked mm-hmm. it. Now well, you I'm have glad. a cosplay for Halloween. There we go, Or costume. Johnny Bravo D- Dracula, or so Elvis Dracula. Johnny Bravo dressed as Drac, pretending to be Elvis. In Vegas. <laughs> there we go. We'll Boom. Sunglasses and the glitter and everything. That's right. Perfect. <laughs> yeah, baby. I don't say ha 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 And then maybe then I'll be a, like a little Forrest Gump kid and he can teach me how to do the leg thing. Oh, no. Nice. Yeah, no. I like Forrest it. Gump? No. Okay. Yeah. Anyway. I got gotcha. you. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. Forrest Gump. <laughs> we got it. We got you. He was there. Life yeah. is like uh, some. You know, Mama said, "You know, life oh, is like a box of royalties." Oh, I thought Mama said, "Knock you out." What? <laughs> Didn't Mama say, "Knock you out"? Mama said, "We're gonna knock you out." <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's what Mama said, or something about there be days like these. Mama said. Mama said, "Mama saw my moccasins." <laughs> yes, moccasins. <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> Uh, you win. <laughs> oh, that was a good one. Uh, what were we talking about today? 
I feel literally like nothing. I have we no got idea. off to like a silly start like we normally do, but normally we have a cool transition plan where we could be like, all right, cool, we're talking about this, and then boom, easily it jumps into this. And I feel like we got so sidetracked by a peanut butter and nana sandwiches with blood on top mm. or something that <laughs> now we're like all over the place. It is all over the place. But you know what? Sometimes you just need to be like a uh, loosey-goosey, baby. Loosey-goosey. Yeah. <laughs> Go with the flow. <laughs> now, in my head, almost everything you say throughout the night, I'm going to hear it in an Elvis impersonation. Oh, loosey-goosey, baby. That's from School of Rock. That's not Elvis, but that's okay. <laughs> it adapts. Hey. I can, can do the whole thing as Elvis. I don't think it'd be, you know, people would like listening to that, but I could. <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't put yeah, you through that anyway, but. Okay, so She-Hulk, and she was like, oh, (laughs) mama. I don't know. Uh, You're going to border, like, really close to Rodney Dangerfield the more that you do it. Yeah, Yeah. it's going to, like, slip out of it like, I say him. They're going to get no respect. No respect. (laughs) She she doesn't get no respect. Yeah, we'll talk about that later. (laughs) Uh, Hey, uh, I'm excited. Because I know you know that I've been working on getting my setup here ready to go to stream uh, some Disney Dreamlight Valley and stuff like that when it comes out in a couple of weeks. And I've been keeping up with all the releases and everything. I saw them put together like a character and I've seen a little bit of the behind the scenes of it. And I'm excited. Like I, I know it's like a simple game. You know, that's what we felt about Animal Crossing, too, right? It's like a simple game. Yep. I know it's not for everyone, but damn it, it's got Disney characters, and it looks super fun, and I can't wait to play. Dude, I'm right there with you. <laughs> I will pay to get this because I want to play, too. It's fun. And if you guys know, I'm on Animal Crossing every day, so yeah, I could see myself playing this, and let's see how long I last on this game. And if I'll put as many hours. <laughs> Who knows? Maybe it'll take over your Animal Crossing. And you're like, oh, right? I forgot to go to the Nook stop or whatever. <laughs> Timothy and Jimothy are going to be angry. Tom Nook's going to evict you. <laughs> are you kidding? We do everything for that Tom Nook guy. He's not doing anything. Lazy guy. Um, I know what you mean, though. I, you know, it seems all fun and games till you realize how much time you have to invest into these games in order to really get the most out of them. And I feel like with Animal Crossing, I was like, there wasn't as much stuff going on as I have going on now, right? Especially at work, I have so much more things going on that I haven't played Animal Crossing in a really long time. Granted, I have invested some time in playing Fortnite because, you know, how we <laughs> said that we were going to get together to play. I've been trying to learn how to play and learning the ins and outs of, of you know, playing. And uh, I've gotten the, what's it called? Battle Royale? No, it's not called Battle Royale. What's the, when you the get first place? No, no, no. When oh. you get first place. Um, um, a trophy. Something victory. Royal victory? I forgot what it's called. Eh, we'll, the we'll point figure is, it out. <laughs> first place, you did it. Good job. Gold star. Victory Royale. That's what it's called. Ah. Ooh, that came, that <laughs> came faster than I thought it was going to. Yay me. Um, <laughs> yay, yay. So we've had the opportunity to play. We've gotten Victory Royale a couple of times. I've been playing with my boys. And I have to admit that it's way more fun than I thought it was. Nice. And I can understand why people get angry when they're playing the game because you invest so much time in not getting eliminated and making it to the end 
that when you're so close and you're like eliminated and you were like the second or third one left. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> Let me tell you. So, yeah, I've been playing that. We've been playing Fall Guys a lot. And I've been enjoying just kind of passing the time with Fall Guys, uh, especially considering that you don't have to think a lot, which is what I love so much about Animal Crossing, that it was just kind of like, you just kind of easy peasy. are. Yeah, like there yeah. isn't a lot like to do. It's really easy tasks, and you feel like you've accomplished a bunch of stuff, which is super cool. Um, but yeah, Disney Dreamlight Valley, I I don't know a lot about what the mechanics are going to be like and how difficult it's going to be to advance in the game, but I'm excited to play, looking forward to the game. We're a couple weeks away at this point. Uh, I believe it's going to launch like right before the expo. And it's funny because I noticed something about the expo this year that um, at least the panel that they're doing for, I believe, Marvel or the video game panel or something, they're going to be streaming it live from the expo the way that they stream panels for the Star Wars celebration a couple of months ago. And I don't know if it's just that particular panel that they're going to be streaming or if there's going to be a wide variety of them that are going to be streaming. But if more of them happen to stream, that's great because, you know, Gavin, Mel, and I were talking about them doing that like a year and a half ago. So that's (laughs) awesome. It's like right on D23. Way to get on that. And if it's just a single one... Damn it, D23, how dare you not stream more of them? <laughs> exactly. I mean, especially like the big ones, like the the legends yeah. and everything. Like why why is that not streamed? Like it's the legends, it's not like there's uh uh new releases or anything coming out. It's just like, okay, here you go, here's the award, da 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 da, here's a celebrity, stream it so that everybody else that's in the expo waiting for their panel can uh if they're not in there, you know, at least see what's going on. Yeah. You know, with the D23 Expo this year, I know I've talked about it on here that I'm still not exactly sure what I'm going to do about it. I bought mm-hmm. a ticket. Like, yeah. we have yeah. three-day passes, but I still don't know if I'm up for going and dealing with the crowds and just being there, especially considering the way that they're handing out admission to the panels this year. Mm-hmm. I, I don't Like, you had an opportunity to do this, right, Andrew? I sure did. Do you want to the, talk about the, the experience? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. It was I uh, found out about it like through Instagram because <laughs> that's how you find out about everything, as opposed to getting emailed from D twenty three. That's right. I heard about it first on on Instagram. Somebody's like, "Hey, reservations go uh, online." You know, today it was like two Thursdays ago or something like that, and so I jumped on and like. It was it was the same same little queue we're used to with the little running man and the little bar going across and it you know I logged in I think it was I'm trying to think how long it took me to get in there I think it was basically all day um, or most of the day five six hours at least to to get in there to be able to pick things and the way it's set up is you pick your you don't pick what you want to do like what you're like I want this. You pick your preference. So you say, here's my top four or top two or whatever, my top ones in in order from most preferred to least preferred that I would like to do on such and such day. And it's broken down per stage or per section. So there's the, you know, 
the D23 stage and then the talent this and the blah, 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 the signings and stage things like that. Stage pass and the other stuff. Stage yeah. pass, yeah. So you'd pick your top four or like the, the main stage was only there's two. So you could pick both of them, just which one you prefer. And we haven't got confirmation yet um, on what people have gotten. I know they extended the um, the window. It was originally ending on a... Um, a Friday or whatever it was, and they extended it to a Sunday. By that has passed by now. This was last Sunday, um, but yeah, you pick your your preference on what you would like to do. Not here's I'm reserving this, and if it's full, you don't get it. It's like here's my number one. If it's full, then I'm assuming number two. If it's full, number three. I don't know if you only get one of those per day or if you will be able to get multiple. It's not very clear. Um, but yeah, it's a different different sort of, I guess, lottery, basically. But a lottery where you may get at least something you want. It's it's interesting to see because we haven't... It's a different way they've, they're they doing it. So we'll have to see how it plays out at this uh, expo for sure. So I was one of the people that decided to select everything on Sunday because I'm I'm still up in the air about going. And the only reason that I selected everything is because when we looked into it, you can't get a refund for the tickets, mm-hmm. or for the passes, like zero. Like you could be on your deathbed and they would be like, oh, sorry. And so at yeah. that point, I thought, well, that's absolutely ridiculous. I don't know even how to take that, you know, as a as a guest of the Disney parks and of the Disney experience, the fact that they don't give you a way out and knowing that we're still like that we're coming out of a pandemic, but we're still dealing with it. Right. And there are people that are still trying to be careful. I am one of those people. And so the fact that they don't give you an easy way to get a refund or to say, Hey, I don't feel well enough to be there. Sorry. You know, like I get it. Um, maybe it's because they feel like they're going to be losing out on the on the spot because they can't sell it to anybody. But I would have been willing to sell it to somebody, you know, if it's not, you know, Disney selling it. Who cares? They're still going to have a body at the expo. You know, they're still going to mm. have someone there representing the ticket that was purchased. You're not sharing it with anybody. But, you know, like I know that you and, and Larry Mel tried to get uh, passes and they were sold yeah. out. Right. Right. So I would have loved to have been like, hey, I'm not feeling well. Mel, take my Friday. Larry, take my Saturday and enjoy the expo. Right. Right. And the fact that Disney is not even giving you the opportunity to do that kind of sucks, to be honest, because, you know, if I if I do get to that point where I don't feel well enough, that means they're just going to go to waste. And they're not inexpensive either. It's not like a 50, 60 dollar ticket that you're giving up if you decide not to go. So that and potential of buying more stuff so oh absolutely yeah and i've never <laughs> gone to an expo where i don't spend another four or five hundred dollars on stuff easily yeah. <laughs> yeah just have to know that their mindset what i'm pretty sure is and i'm, I'm sure a lot of these other conventions comic-con and stuff like that are similar is the the scalpers that you have secondary to, yeah, market secondary market that's the like they're scalpers they're they're people you know we know it with with all the merchandise and everything too yeah people buy a bunch you know it 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 prevents people if they know i can't transfer this to anybody else 
uh, then there there's goes the scalpers, there goes the secondary sellers because they'll just mark it up five six thousand. And I you know it sucks that there's not like some sort of way around it, but all those people would for sure take advantage of that if if there was some system in play. Be like, okay, I bought you know twenty of these and I couldn't sell eight of them, so I'm gonna say, oh, I bought for my family of eight and they all died or you know oh, <laughs> not to make light of it or whatever, but it is very extreme but you know whatever whatever it takes to get the money back at that point but you know there i'm sure that that's probably the mindset they're in and it's you know it, it's stinky that they you couldn't be like okay well here you can use this credit towards uh the following expo or whatever or oh. or something like that um but that that I'm assuming is what they're trying to do is is prevent the resellers and and stuff like that. It's just like your you know your annual pass too. It's like you, there's no canceling it. You can't transfer it to another person. Da 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 da. It's 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 all all in the you know concert tickets. It's all the same thing, and it's it gets annoying. But I can see. I don't think it's any different than any of the other expos that are out there. I mean, I've never been to Comic Con, but I would assume that Comic Con is also uh, a similar situation. Yeah, if not worse, because they wait like forever to get their tickets. You see, and that's where it gets difficult for me, right? Because right now, Disney in this, is in this really odd position where they seem to be at odds with their guests because of ticket prices and magic key prices and the experience in the parks and the experience, you know, all around, basically, right? right. So I feel like when it comes to transferring tickets, yeah, you're right, Andrew. It's very similar to the experience of other cons and concerts and stuff like that that you deal with. But if Disney wanted to figure this out, they could, right? It's a broker system where you you put a limit on how many you can purchase. Like you can't purchase more than, let's say, four or five at a time because that's a common family, right? Like four to five mm-hmm. uh, or average, I would say. I don't know. And of those, you can transfer, let's say, two or three of them. Or you can get a refund for up to one of them if something happens. So you don't completely lose out. Or you get like 80% of the value back if something happens and you can't go back so that they don't lose all the money or whatever. Like Mm -hmm. Disney could figure this out. They just don't want to because they'd rather keep my $400 than, you know, accommodate the fact that I may or may not be able to go. Definitely, and, for sure. Yeah, it's like we got your money. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, I know it sounds like I'm complaining here. This is a me problem. I just want to acknowledge that. I well, I it's probably not just understand. a you problem. There's probably plenty of people that are in the same situation. Or you have are. So been. Yeah. Yeah. Or have been. It's definitely not just a Hazen problem, but it's it's a it's a Hazen problem and not an Andrew problem. That's right. <laughs> and in this situation, yeah. it's it's a totally me problem, right? But I I get it. I know. I'm not the only one going through something like this. But so anyway, back to what started all of this. I did decide to get the panels that I wanted, but I did it on a Sunday. So I don't know what's going to happen if I did decide to go. Uh, Given the fact that it's this weird lottery system now, um, you know, for me, I've said this many times before that when it comes to the expo, the only panel that really ever matters to me is the Legends panel. Anything mm-hmm. else that I get to go to is absolute cake for me. This year, right. I like I there's plenty of things that I want to see, but mm-hmm. the idea of standing around and waiting and I've you know, I'm, I've told you, like I've just yep. developed this hell no, like I don't want to stand in line to do things anymore. That's why if I could pay the twenty dollars to get through the line at the expo, 
there you go, Disney. There's another yeah. way to that's get 20 that, bucks. That's that Sorcerer's <laughs> Pass. That is. That they had. That They didn't have that this year, I don't think. The year I don't think they did. Yeah, oh. it was like, what? Remember, it was like twelve hundred dollars or uh-huh. something. Like whatever one you want. Easy. Yep. They were like, there's like nine of them. <laughs> they all sold out immediately. So I don't remember what I selected. To be honest with you, I jumped around. The only one I really know was the Legends panel because it's the only one I really wanted. Mm-hmm. Uh, d- did we get an email confirming what it was? Because if we did, I can. You read just to got you. an email confirming. Yeah, I. Well, I know there's like here are your selections. So there might have been. Oh, okay. And- hold on. Yeah, and I know it. According to the website, it didn't matter what day you signed up; you could change all of your stuff up until the last minute, and then everything was submitted all at once. So, no, like if you signed up on a you know Sunday, that doesn't put you in any better or worse standing than somebody that signed up on that Tuesday or whatever it was. So Got it's it. kind of nice, you know, everybody submitted and put it into a lottery together and it's, you know, probably as most fair as it can be and we don't know is there going to be standby line for these two what how is this going to work? So we're we're still waiting to see, you know, every expo something's different. Yeah. There there's not at one expo that every anything has been the same. Well, I'm going to tell you something. Of all the stuff that I selected, if I get the opportunity to go, if I'm feeling mm-hmm. okay, and if I go to the expo and they say, okay, well, these are your selections and they were anything that I actually wanted, then mm-hmm. great. I guess I'll be in that panel. But if there's a standby line because I didn't get what I wanted, I guess I'm not going to that panel. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I hate to I hate to say it, but I'm just... I. I don't like standing in lines anymore. I just, I can't do it. I, I'm going to get know you a bubble, Hazen. I'm going to get you like a hamster bubble. I love the hamster bubble. I get exercise. Everybody get a hamster bubble. I get exercise. I think we should all get them. That would be and nice. I look like bubble boy. Galinda with I a gun. <laughs> you know what? We'll be we'll 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 all go cosplay as that. What was that? G Force. Remember that with movie? the hamsters. Oh, with the hamsters, I'm sure. That, but well, I'll be hamsters in hamster wheels, and then we'll also be safe. Oh, I love you guys. Two factor authentication. Or we could just go as boulders and just run everybody over. Oh, there we, we go. Could. We, we could. We could do that. We might have to sit in the back part of the panels, you know, when when that comes yeah. to happen. But but. <laughs> You know if what, we can though? Fit through the door. On the plus side, if you're in the bubble, you can like sway from side to side. Sometimes when I'm sitting down, like I get restless leg like, if I'm sitting for too long. <laughs> yeah. So now you can just kind of sway from side to side in one of the. You know, bubbles. I saw a video of a guy and he filled one of those halfway with water and then was swimming around in it and rolling around. It was crazy. Wait, how did Ooh. he do that? They have a hole in them. <laughs> Well, not it was like one that like zipped up or whatever. It was like a it wasn't like the spongy ones. It was like a you like inflate it. It was weird. I'll How did he not video. run out of oxygen? You know, water's got oxygen in it. I don't know. I don't make. I... <laughs> All I could think of is just being sweaty in that water. No, thank you. Rebreather. I didn't I don't think know. about that. <laughs> oh, humid. Let's go like, back no. to sweaty D23. <laughs> I mean, D23. Um, okay, so I found the email with the stuff that I selected. So okay. I did select a lot of the giveaway experiences. So uh, that Pixar Ball 1, Pixar Ball 2, yes. Pixar Ball 3, I Pixar Ball 5. I selected as many I... as possible so that I could hopefully collect extra to give away to people. Mm-hmm. So for Friday, I have Walt Disney Animation Studios 100 Years Pennant. That's the plus a special item. 
the Pixar sunglasses and two for the Pixar ball. Uh, when it comes to Stage Pass, I selected the Disney and Marvel Games Showcase, which is the one that's getting streamed live, by the way. Walt's plane taking flight through the through Disney history. That's just, I think, a walkthrough of the plane. I signed the, up for that one, too. So the Legends Award Ceremony and then the Studio Showcase celebrate the magic of Disney and Pixar. That's that's Friday. What did you get for Friday? Friday, um, giveaway, 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 giveaway. The yeah. same. Uh, stage pass. Inside look at the Society of Explorers and Adventurers. Um, who is honored with a window on Main Street, USA? Walt's Plane and ABC's Home Economics. Um, and then... Uh, stage pass led i'd pick both legends and a studio showcase so the sea one i really wanted to Mm. get that one but if i happen to get the legend ceremony one they're happening at the same time oh they they? overlap so i didn't want to select it to give them the opportunity to not give it to me and to give me the sea one I didn't even look at any of the times. So yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, I made sure that nothing that I selected overlapped to give me a better opportunity of actually getting what I wanted. At least that's what well, I'm hoping. Well, you see, I didn't do that. So we'll see what happens. All right. Well, that's so okay. Saturday uh, for the show floor, again, same thing. The studio pennant, Pixar ball, Pixar poster, Pixar ball. And then mm-hmm. for stage pass, a celebration of Disney animations in Canto. Marvel Comics celebrating 60 years of Spidey, uncovering treasures from the Marty Sklar collection, cautionary tales with Disney villains, and then for Hall D23, Studio Showcase Day 2, Marvel Studios, Lucasfilm, and 20th Century Fox, and then Disney's Epic Entertainment Showcase, the musical Extravaganza, Um, and I can't read the rest of it. I forgot what the rest of it is called. That's it. The Extravaganza is the last word. Um, so mine is sim- similar show floor. Uh, my peak uh, stage passes peek behind the curtain at Walt Disney Imagineering's Illusion and the Special Effects Development Lab. Um, mm-hmm. It's a small world. It's a small Disney World setting celebrating the art of Disney parks, magic in the air, thirty years of the Muppets Christmas Carol, and celebration of Disney animations Encanto. And then mine were flipped for yours. Uh, my number one was the Disney Epic Entertainment Showcase, the musical, the extravaganza. Um, so, but and then also the studio showcase. So, nice. those are mine for Saturday. It's a it's a fun lineup. There's it's it's interesting to like how you know you picked more based on time. I just kind of like picked because I was not paying attention to the time. So, <laughs> we <laughs> shall see what we end up with. What'd you get for Sunday? Sunday, a bunch giveaway, 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 giveaway. Oh, we signed up for the Encanto filmmakers signing. Um, that's something Tina wanted to do. Um, I don't know what uh, we have to buy to get the signing, but it'll be fun, um, I think. Um, and then uh, stage pass uh, conversations with Disney character voices. I really loved that one when we did the character voices one a couple years ago. That was fun. Um, Walt Disney Imagineering, 70 years of making the impossible possible, 100 years of treasure from the Walt Disney Animation Research Library, and the Disney parks through the decades at Disney Ambassador Perspective, and then uh, the two, let's see, Hall D23, the Disney Parks and Experiences, and then Disney Princess, the concert live at D23. Ooh. Hmm. All right. Uh, so for show floor, again, pennant, sunglasses, Pixar ball, Pixar ball. Stage Pass was the Imagineering 70 Years of Making the Impossible Possible, Disney Parks Through the Decades, the Disney Ambassador Perspective, and then Memories of Walt Disney World, Framing a Portrait of 50 Magical Years, 
and then Hall D23, A Boundless Future, Disney Parks Experience and Products, and Disney Princess, The Concert, Live at D23. There uh, we go. We got some overlap. Yeah. So I selected everything because, again, if I didn't select anything, then I would be left with nothing if I chose to go. Correct. So I chose something in the event that I do go. And I want to make it clear that I've pulled out of stuff last minute that I've paid money for over the last two mm-hmm. years because I was just like, I just don't feel good. Like, I can't. It's called go. a magic key. Well, that's a whole other story. <laughs> if we're back to the magic key, so far, people complain about spending 120 bucks on a day at Disney. So far, my days have been almost $600. So <laughs> exactly. there you go. <laughs> but yeah, I'm I'm still up in the air. I decided to select things just in case I do go. And if I don't go, then I'll stream what I can. And I know that... More than likely, there's going to be 20 videos of the panels and stuff available for me to watch on YouTube by the end of the day. So, exactly. I mean, I'm hoping I feel okay. I'm hoping that I can go. Uh, I love yeah, the expo. Me too. I love the experience. I, I love the panels. They can hang out with me. And I'll get to hang out with you, which is awesome, since yeah, I rarely get awesome. a chance to hang out with you. Yeah, I got I got costumes coming out the wazoo. Nice. I've, oh man, I'm so out of shape right now. Like a lot of my exercise came from walking around in the parks. I'm not Mm -hmm. kidding. Mm -hmm. Like people make fun of me, but every time we went to Disneyland, even if we didn't get on any attractions, you could have a Fitbit, you could have any type of tracking system. You walked at least three to five miles being in the park every time that you went easy well just like getting from like your car to the gate even if when there is a tram like it's still like oh yeah. a trek. it's not even like just a short walk and then it's like okay down main street okay what do i want to do sit here all right, right sitting over yeah i want to sit in galaxy's edge okay there's another That's half a another, mile to uh-huh. get to like- <laughs> exactly yeah you know, call it what you will but i want to say like 85 percent of my exercise came from going to the parks yeah and so not being able to go to the parks and not feeling well I did a lot of sitting over the last couple of years and a lot of laying, a lot of fetal position. <laughs> and you know, <laughs> when you walk around for the first time again or you do any type of activity that's more than just walking around your house, walking around cleaning or doing yard work or whatever, you get winded. Yeah. And so <laughs> I need to be better about that. I have to start walking a little bit more. That's just that's just a me thing now. I got to I got to be better about it. But how much do we have? Three weeks? What is it, Andrew? Two, Three yeah, weeks two now? and a half. Oh, jeez. So I got two and a half weeks to try to feel as best as I can to hopefully be able mm-hmm. to go to this thing. And in that time frame, I also have to do a good 15, 20 minutes of walking every day to start building up you know, some of that endurance again. Because if I don't, it doesn't matter what I get access to or what panels. I'm going to tap after the first hour or two that I'm there. I'm just going to go back to the car and sleep. <laughs> For real. Where's, where's the D23 re-energizing pods? Right. The napping pods. Where's the D23 where just... napping bubble? <laughs> yeah, where they, where they just stream the panels into the bu- the, the pod. I would dude, be fine with that. Dude. That would be good. So, I'd pay. <laughs> yeah. Right. Um, so since we're mentioning it, since I mentioned the the legend ceremony, here's the inductees for this year. Anthony Anderson. 
nice. you know him from such shows as Blackish, and you know he's been on Kangaroo Jack. He, was he in Kangaroo Jack? I never I'm saw. Pretty that sure he wasn't. He, he's in Kangaroo Jack. It was him and somebody else. I'm pretty sure it's Anthony Anderson. I'll look it up. Oh. But I'm pretty sure it was him. I Hang never time. saw that. <laughs> That's a way callback. Interesting. Yes. Okay. I was right. Okay. Kangaroo Jack. Anthony Kangaroo Jack. Anderson. Yes. Everybody's favorite movie. <laughs> Kristen Bell. Aww. Yes. Kristen Bell is yeah. getting right. an, a Disney Legend Award. What a weird order that this is in this list. Well, I'm reading it off the D23. Maybe it's alphabetical. Oh, maybe it's alphabetical. It's, alphabetical. it's, it's alphabetical. We get Anderson yeah. Bell. Okay. Yeah. Never mind. I thought they were going to group them by group. So never mind. Continue. No. <laughs> but I'm going to skip this one because I'm going to go right into Rob Coltrane. He's a Walt Disney Imagineer. Uh, responsible mm-hmm. for helping out with such things as Mickey's Philhar Magic, Muppet 3D Vision, Roger Rabbit's Cartoon Spin, you know, uh, ra- uh, Radiator Springs Racers. So a lot of amazing Very attractions. Awesome. Good job. Cool guy. Patrick Dempsey. Most people know him as Mick Dreamy. Dreamy. Is he Dreamy? Dreamy. He wasn't Steamy, right? He was he, that's, the other that's guy was George, Steamy, right? George Clooney. Okay. So Mick Dreamy <laughs> on, on Grey's Anatomy. And then Robert Price Foster, uh, he worked in Disney's legal department. Uh, Olaf himself, cool. Josh Gad, is also becoming a Disney legend. Jonathan Groff, I see uh, a many theme. memorable performances. <laughs> uh, Broadway's A Spring Awakening. Uh, he's been in the uh, Lego Disney Pitch Frozen, Perfect? Northern Lights. I don't know. Is it... <laughs> Hamilton? Uh, was he in Pitch Perfect? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, he was Hamilton. Yeah, he was. yeah I don't know. But yeah. One that I feel has been long overdue, Don Hahn is finally yes. getting awarded a Disney Yay. Legend Award. Doris Hardoon, another uh, Walt Disney Imagineer that's worked in Epcot, Tokyo Disney, um, wow. Disney's Animal Kingdom, a lot of amazing accomplishments there. To round out the Frozen group here. We have Adina Menzel. Adele Mazdazim. Adele Dazim, <laughs> yes. Which, I have to admit, I thought she already had a Legends Award, but I guess I was wrong on this one. I mean, uh, I thought. Yeah. That's what it is. Uh, Chris Montan, he was the Vice President of Music for Motion Pictures and TV. So he's um, overseen a lot of, like, best-selling soundtracks like Little Mermaid and Beauty and the Beast, uh, live stuff. He's done like Pretty Woman, Sister Act, um, all sorts of stuff. Rounding out Grey's Anatomy, McSteamy's wife? What? I don't know. Ellen Pompeo? She is is, uh, Dr. Grey. She's the star (laughs) of the show, Ellen Pompeo. Okay, cool. So Grey. Dr. Meredith Grey. Dr. Meredith. I don't watch the show. I don't. I don't okay, know, we're learning. So. I, I kind of sort of watch it. <laughs> okay, but Tina watches it, and I kind of also watch it. So she's the main character in the whole show. She's all been right. on it all the seasons. Good. Patrick to know. Dempsey was like killed off like ten years ago or something. <laughs> was he really? Long time ago. Was he? Oh, well, yeah. I dead. need to get out on this. I'm gonna have to stream it or something so that I know what's happening because I had no idea. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's doctors, and they there's doctors. It's if just imagine that those people are doctors, and any other doctor show you ever watched, it's the same thing. Is there, is yeah. there a feisty janitor that tends to get them into quarrels? Sometimes, I don't know. Usually, it's other doctors, or is that it's just not, Scrubs? I, I guess it's not Scrubs. Yes, it's not Damn. Scrubs. Any other doctor show you've ever watched? I like that doctor like ha- show. House, <laughs> uh, ER, yeah. ER. Uh, I never Chicago watched ER Med. either. 
Uh, oh wow! <laughs> yeah, ambulance. The R either. Uh, it's pronounced ambulance. A- it's ca- pronounced ambulance. L A. It's that movie. <laughs> <laughs> it's like ambulance with the L A. <laughs> um, yeah. So Ellen Pompeo, uh, Tracy Ellis Ross, uh, most oh. recently on Blackish. Uh, she's also with been Anthony on Private Anderson. Practice. Yeah, with Anthony Anderson. Daughter of Diana Ross. Yep. Is she the daughter of Diana Ross? Yes. Yep. Right on. I had no idea. I something. <laughs> Next cool. on Quizneyland. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Apparently, we're doing a Grey's Anatomy episode of Quizneyland. <laughs> so, I mean, that rounds out all of the inductees for this year's Disney Legend Ceremony. And of course, Wait, pa- I pause think really quick. What I was the one that you skipped. That's what I'm getting to right now. Oh, so, okay. Sorry. The I headliner, like... I believe, of the entire Legend Ceremony. Chadwick Boseman, Black Panther, getting awarded at Disney Legend Award this year. I don't think I need to tell you what he was in. He's been in a lot of stuff, but most notably, he was the king of Wakanda. And so it's going to be, I believe, a very, very emotional uh, legend ceremony. Oh, yeah. So if I get a chance to watch it, awesome. If I don't and I have to watch it online or they have a stream, I think it'll still be okay. Yeah, it's going to be uh, an interesting expo. I'll keep you all posted, obviously, on how things go, whether or not I go. And, you know, I'll talk about my experience if I do end up going. But, you know, we'll see. We got two and a half weeks. And I got two and a half weeks to get up and start walking around and build some conditioning so that I don't pass out from walking 10 feet. Yeah, you just walk to this curb and then you walk, you know, to the, you know, to the end of the block and then you walk two blocks and then, you know, you keep going and going and going. Does the fridge count for a sandwich? Well, that's where you start. You start from the chair to the fridge and then from the (laughs) chair to the front door, the front door to the curb. Little steps. (laughs) Little steps, right? (laughs) Little steps every day. Right on. Right. Uh, Hey, since we're talking about passes, I want to ask you a quick question. You recently went through the process of renewing your magic key, right? Sure did. With everything that was going on, what was the experience like renewing your magic key? Um, once I got in there, it was, you know, fairly straightforward. Um, I uh, forgot that it was the day, and I was like, "Oh yeah, I should probably do that." So I logged, you know, logged into the <laughs> the in the renew, you know, thing like eleven o'clock, and uh, I got finally got in, and I just did it on my phone, and then went about my day. Uh, checked it every couple hours. Uh, I finally got in about 5.45 p.m. Wow. Uh, and was able to renew the pass. Now, a couple of tips for anybody that plans on renewing. When you go in there, make sure that uh, any passes that may be your friend's passes, oh, no. um, select <laughs> do not renew at this time if you do not plan on paying for all of your friends to uh, uh, renew their passes. Because, yeah, I... I <laughs> I like. I was like, okay, and I scrolled down the bottom, and it was like eight hundred and sixty-five dollars, oh and I was God. like, oh, I was renewing Melissa and Jill oh and Albert and Larry, <laughs> like everybody <laughs> that was scary. in there. Yeah, so um, I mean, there's a couple. It's not like automatically like you click it and then it pays. You have to put in your card information and da 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 da. There's a couple steps, but there is options. A little drop down menu. It says like renew. Do not renew at this time. Mm. So if you've got your friends and your Disney account, uh, make sure you don't renew their pass unless you want a monthly 
payment <laughs> to pay for their <laughs> passes. want to be so, the nicest friend yeah, ever. <laughs> Melissa and Jill and a bunch of people might have had a, a, a pass that they weren't expecting to have renewed. Merry but Christmas. Other than that, <laughs> Merry, God, Merry Christmas kidding. for the rest of your life. <laughs> um, That's good. But uh, for sure, it was it wasn't too bad. Once you got in there, it was your typical setup. I was able to choose, you know, drop down menu. I, you know, since I had the highest pass, I was able to choose inspire or, you know, wish, believe, magic, dream, happy, whatever they are, Sleepy, whatever happy, I wanted. Dopey. Um, happy, dopey, grumpy, bashful pass. <laughs> no, those are the bashful. Walt Disney World passes that are the have the sil- yeah. Um, but anyway, so it was uh, fairly straightforward to go through. I don't know, you know, if I had a lower pass, if I would would be able to upgrade to a higher pass. I don't know that because I had the highest pass, so I was able to downgrade for sure. Um, but upgrading, I you know, because I had the the highest one, it, I, I had all the options. Um, but other than that, it was sim the same you're used to. You know, do your monthly payment, agree to you know sign your life away, and make sure you make those monthly payments and uh, out no the lawsuits. door. <laughs> yeah. No this lawsuits. time when you, you renewed, also, did they ask yeah. for your first child? They asked for um <laughs> they asked for uh yes my firstborn um of two vials of my blood. Oh, um, that's new. Three chickens, a goat, and uh, <laughs> and a goat. And a goat, yeah. It was yeah. retirement benefits. You yeah, have. and and two percent of my four hundred one k. So <laughs> that was uh, uh, jokes on them. I don't have one. So, <laughs> oh. Um, oh. but uh, yeah. Other than that, uh, there's a there's a couple things that you know I was doing it on my phone. So I don't know if it was just me being weird on my phone or if it was you know weird stuff phone stuff but you have to make sure like at the end you're like all right you have to read this thing and then you read the agreement and then you click the checkbox uh at the end of that and then it takes you back and then you click another checkbox and then you click another checkbox and then you hit submit and if you forgot to do any of those checkboxes then it like leaves some of your information in but not all of them and then you have to go and make sure you do that other checkbox again so i had to submit like three different times because i was missing one of the checkboxes that's I was like, oh no i'm gonna run out of time i only have 10 minutes what am i gonna do um but that was fine and uh yeah so it was it was pretty easy going through there it did take uh almost eight hours to uh or oh, yeah, six seven yeah. hours to to get in there but like i said i just put it on my on my phone in my browser and just left it there and went about my day nice. um, because it says it doesn't give you a, a breakdown of time other than more than an hour. It just says more than an hour, more than an hour until it gets less than an hour. So more than an hour was uh, six more hours. But then they had that cute <laughs> little chime to tell you you were next, right? I have no idea. The sound off. Oh. You can look at that run. Okay. You can look at that running man. Yeah. He's just running in place. <laughs> Getting his exercise in for D twenty three. He's he's doing much better than I am at this point. Yeah. Uh, that he was, was running, running, he was running for day, six hours yeah. all day long. <laughs> uh, so, Larry, I have to ask you. I know that when we talked about the news, we had breaking news and the Podcateers news chopper. Oh yeah, the uh, chopper came in even. Yeah, heard it. that's good budget. Yeah. Must have got that approved. You know when we when we had this like next time on Podcateers heart to heart. You know, we we kind of talked about how we felt. Where do you stand on all of this? You know, there's definitely a lot of changes from where we last were from 2018 when, 
you know, we were still on annual passes before everything kind of went upside down. Where do you stand right now on the renewal with your magic key and just overall with the program? Well, first off, I appreciate the the breakdown you guys did in the middle of that episode. That really that helped a bit to kind of digest the information, how it came out, because everybody was on kind of like pins and needles. But for me, it's funny. Today, I was just speaking with someone at my work, and I had the legacy passholder magnet on my uh, on one of my desks. And they said, what's a legacy passholder? They had no idea. They see all the Disney stuff, and they saw that. They just looked right at it. And I just thought it was funny because I go, yeah, I think I really am now a legacy passholder because I don't think anything now offered is truly a pass. Uh, that's where I'm at with it because it's like even the Inspire key now has a blackout. I think that's a big change. I, I don't know uh, necessarily how much is going to deter people. That's not necessarily what I'm thinking, but it's not really a pass anymore. It is a key that has a reservation system that unlocks only if you set it all right in the certain order <laughs> to get you in the park, right? And it all has to work. Um, which does create more hesitancy for myself. I'm going to definitely go back in and go with just like Andrew go with the past. Cause I know I went so much last year, as you guys mentioned too, like I, I went a bit, I was able to utilize the system because it's just me and my wife or sometimes it was just me going living out here. So I'll be in it. I just don't feel like it's an annual pass anymore. I feel like I'm buying like you guys broke it down. Uh, a ticket that you have to find what value works for you, including parking, including the idea of how many times you're going to go, the breakdown, the price. Is it going to make sense to you? So I think that's kind of the sad thing looking at my magnets. It just happened today, and I thought it was irony because then we were coming on here. And I was like, yeah, I really don't think a pass is a, as existence anymore. I think now we're just paying for a ticket and how many times you think you can go and be able to go and really use the reservation system. I'm a, I'm on the side of the public. What I'm wondering what's going to happen is I think with the price increase, I think you're going to start seeing people get priced out. I think, I know they put the warning flags out of like putting people in fear of oh, they're You might not be able to, uh, seeing that they're not letting anyone buy them from the outside. It's only renewals. They're making us now feel uncomfortable saying some tiers might not be available. I'm kind of wondering how many people are going to take advantage of the Inspire key. I kind of feel like we've hit it. This is that window because so many people, including you, Hazen, mentioned the past when we're on here. The Christmas time is like key. What literally Mm -hmm. the key time when you get the best pass. That's like this is my value. Like even if you were just looking at it as like sentimental value, you think as long as I could go for Christmas, that makes that big pass worth it. And for me, before pandemic times, I had already picked the lower less plus pass before signature back then. Uh, So I had gotten used to not going during Christmas. But now you're making the highest tier of non-Christmas time, which I think some people are going to look at it and be like, I'd rather do the events in the year. They offer these events, these special one-offs that you could, if you just get in the right time, you could pay for it. And guess what? It's just like making a reservation. You don't have to worry about it. You're, you've got your reservation. You're set. That's the day mm-hmm. you're going. It's just a lot more easier to plan around than getting a pass. And then you have to figure out a time to go for Christmas when family comes. So that's where I'm at with it. But like I said, I'll be inspiring pretty soon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm interested to see it, it, it'll be, you know, 
depending on on when people started going, you know, how many people were like Hazen and didn't go till March, and how many people were like like Larry or us who went like in September of after the pass, um, getting it. Um, how that Christmas season uh, will be bu- like how busy it will be. Like they're like, oh, this is the busiest time, and da 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 da. But is it? It is. Right. Is it? We just they had so many premier pass holders at the time that all right it's it's busy. I mean I'm sure they have the raw numbers with x amount of tickets and x amount of pass holders. I'm sure that's that's a number they can pull up. But it'd be interesting to see. You know I'm sure there will be bloggers and and reporters and stuff there during that that time and be like oh well Disneyland's a ghost town uh, the last two weeks of the year because there's no annual pass holders here anymore or magic key holders. It's magic key holders just a does not flow off the tongue. I'm going to say annual pass holder till I die. Um, so just get used to it, folks. You might as well call yourself a legacy pass holder. That's nope, annual pass holder. I don't care. I'm never <laughs> going to. legacy. Because there's people before you that have I'm no gonna, idea what it's I'm going to hold this annual pass. Yeah. Like, yeah. My, I'm an annual pass holder. See, I'm holding it. That's old. I'm, for you listening, I'm holding it's an old gravestone. annual pass. Oh, it's the gravestone <laughs> of the annual pass because it makes me sad. Um, but I'll, I'm a pass holder because I'm currently holding an annual pass. You don't even get a card anymore. Back in my day, you used Wait. to get a card when you signed up for a magic key. Well, they're bringing pass. out those bracelets that are magical, I hear. <laughs> Wilbur. They're magical plus. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Anyway, this could be. I mean, every look. time I get on this subject, I turn into rant mode, so I got to stop. Well, here's the thing. I know I actually had a conversation with somebody about this because they listened to the last episode and they said, you know, you were complaining a lot about the magic keys. I said, I'm not complaining. And I know it comes off like that because for the most part, we're like pretty upbeat. We're like happy go lucky Mm -hmm. all the time. And we're just we try to be as positive as possible on the podcast. But this affects us, right, as guests, as people that are paying out of pocket for this experience. And the only reason it sounds like we're complaining is because we love Disneyland. We love the park and we want to get back to the experiences that we had before. And Disney is just in a phase where they're still trying to figure things out. And I know that in most people's cases, they're like, nope, they figured it out. They just want our money. Uh, I, they're still trying to figure a lot of this stuff out. And sadly, we're just the guinea pigs while they figure this out. Right. So in the meantime, like, you know, like Andrew said, I don't know what it's going to be like in March when I finally get an opportunity to, you know, upgrade if I have an opportunity to upgrade because plans and terms subject to change, obviously. And if they run out of magic keys and there aren't any available, I won't have anything to upgrade into, you know, so it's going to be interesting once we get to that and I mean, I just want a great Disney experience. I just want to be able to go with my family, hang out with my friends, and, you know, go watch a parade or two, watch a fireworks show, watch the Christmas parade, eat some churros, have some chicken at Plaza Inn, get on Haunted Mansion. The real one, not Mansion Holiday, but then Mansion Holiday because <laughs> I like that one too. Pew, pew. Um, only fired. The only hey, other one the before Halloween, but you know where I stand on that one. But yep. again, it's not that we're complaining. It's just that we're passionate about Disneyland and we really love the park and we just want to feel like we're getting the park that we used to be able to enjoy before. So right. that's how I 
justified how we talked about it. But you're right, Andrew. I feel like every time that w- this comes up, like we are so passionate about it that it does sound ranty and it does kind of sound like I'll, no, I'm, you know, <laughs> I'm <laughs> complaining. I no, I don't. You, you can speak there. for yourself. I'm complaining. <laughs> I'm ranting. I know it. No, I, that's what I, I'm saying. I'm, that I'm, yeah, complaining I'm complaining too, you but know, because I yeah, care. I'm complaining. <laughs> yeah, we're just I passionate. I just yeah. have such big feelings and memories, and, oh. <laughs> <laughs> and and yeah, I miss my friends. I miss my Indiana Jones. <laughs> oh gosh, yes, the hydraulic smell. <laughs> <laughs> You'll get there, buddy. Don't worry. You'll get there. <laughs> I'm guessing that depending on what happens, I may just buy like day tickets. If we're able to, because if you can make a reservation, more than likely a day ticket will still have uh, the opportunity to reserve the day since there's going to be a set amount allocated. I've I've not heard of anybody not be able to reserve a spot for a day ticket. I've never Mm. I haven't heard come across any of that news. I think that pool is basically open yeah i i mean i'm sure there's a limit but i've not seen any reporting anywhere of anybody not being able to get in buying a day ticket so yeah. i have a feeling that 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 limit is a little uh higher than than passes and things like that yeah. i've heard multi-day tickets so that's one thing too oh like well, yeah. if they do like a hopper multi-day uh-huh. that like they'll the get blocked tickets? out yeah, yeah. Mm. Well, SoCal tickets are yeah, but like a single day. I I mean, I just could not be seeing this. So if if anybody has heard of it, let me know for sure because I'd like to to hear about like what these ticket days are going and you know was it back when first things first started opening? Have they figured out more stuff now since you know uh, you know keys have kind of sorted them? You know, people are understanding the keys more a little yeah. bit. Who knows? Um, but it's yeah. Let me know if you've heard of anybody getting blocked, you know, not being able to purchase a day ticket. You guys yeah. can go on the website and see right now. Join us over on Discord if you haven't yet enjoyed the conversation, if you have that information. Um, I would like to know as well, because if I can't renew my pass, that might be what I default to in order to go. Mm-hmm. Uh, it would be more expensive, obviously, if I only went, like, let's say once a month, right? Averaging a hun- 160 per day, then we're looking at like what 1900 bucks almost 2000 if i went once every month that's just for one mm-hmm. person though yeah given that when we had the annual pass we went about once or twice a month it is a little bit more expensive so it would it would have to be one of those things where like you went rope drop and closed out the park situations to make sure you got the most out of your 100 and whatever dollars but We'll see when we get there. You know, March is a long time away and, you know, things might change between now and then. So we'll see how things go. Uh, All right. Before we continue, I do want to remind you that this episode of Podcasters is brought to you by a fantastic group of people known as the FGP Squad, our podcast for your godparents. And it's their support via Patreon that help make these episodes possible. If you want more information on how you can become part of the FGP Squad family, head on over to podcasters.com slash FGP for more info. There you will find a list of some of our top contributors, a link to our Patreon, a little bit about what the FGP Squad is. And of course, if you have any additional questions, you can always hit us up on Instagram or over on Discord. We'll be happy to answer any questions that you might have. Being a part of the FGP squad gets you some additional perks like additional content, like the Podcasters After Show, additional uh, episodes that we've recorded, uh, access to our happy hour calls, random giveaways, and stuff. You know, so if, again, any questions, 
please feel free to uh, hit us up. And uh, of course, to all of the members of the FGP squad, we just want to send a huge thank you for your continued support. Hey, I do want to remind you, I lagged on this so bad and I feel so bad because we talked about the chalk walk. I said I was going to set it up and I totally set up the page and I just forgot to post it. So we have a chalk walk page, chalkwalk.org slash teamboatwilly. We're approximately a week away from the chalk walk as of this episode, but that's okay. What we've done is we've set a super low goal. We've set like 250 bucks, so it's super low. Uh, Fundraising will continue past the day of the chalk walk because it's not a traditional chalk walk this year the way that it has been in other years where you get together, you walk through the parks, and you you have a good time and get all sweaty super early in the morning. This year, they're doing, uh, because it's an anniversary year, if you raise, uh, well, it was 250. Now it's if you raise 200. Uh, you had the opportunity to be a guest at the like this party that they're doing at California Adventure. It's kind of like one of the special events that you were talking about, Larry, like the Halloween and stuff where you pay money, you go for, you know, from five to nine or five to midnight, whatever. Uh, it's very similar what they're doing this year for the Chalk Walk. Uh, I think it's too late to actually attend it. You had to register, or raise the 250 or 200 by a specific date. But it was the day of this recording. I'm on the website. Oh, was it? Uh, well, <laughs> yes. <Surprise>! Either way, <laughs> either way, it's passed by your hearing this. Okay. So either way, we still want to raise some money. You know, I do care about chalk, and I do want to, you know, help them out. We have our page up, chalkwalk.org/teamboatwilly. I'll put it in the blog post for the episode. I'll put it up on uh, Instagram in the stories. I'll put it up on Discord. And if you're able to help us out with a few bucks. You know, uh, I'm sure that it will help Chalk in any way. I know we've talked about how every dollar counts and being part of fundraising teams, I can tell you that it definitely does. So uh, I still think we can do an auction or two next week. I'm going to need some help planning that out. So we'll talk about that off the podcast. But I still think we should we have the opportunity to do one or two auctions to get some uh, stuff up there. And then also... We still have a handful of the Team Boat Willy pins that we released last year when we did Walk for Hope. I don't know how many we still have left, but if I know we sold them for 20 last year, there was one day that we sold the, the pins, and uh, instead of donating $5 per pin, every pin sold on that day, we donated $15 per pin. I'll set something up like that and we'll do the same this year for the remainder of the pins that we have, whatever we sell on that day, we'll donate $15 per pin. So that's going to be coming up. If you missed out on the team, but Willie pins last year, now would be a great time to get it because not only are you getting uh, one of a hundred pins that we made, we're not going to make this design ever again. Uh, and by design, I mean this one we had gold-plated. It's got the Team Boat Willie logo, but it's gold-plated. If when we repress this pin or when we make more of this pin, it's not going to be gold-plated. It's going to be silver-plated. So to get one of the original 100 that had the gold plating, this is your opportunity. Plus, you're going to be helping out a great organization in the process. So more information on that is going to be coming up uh, as I am talking I am actually adding a reminder to my phone. 
so that I don't forget to do this. And more info on that is coming. So 250 bucks. I know that we could do it. We got a couple, two or three weeks, I believe, to fundraise after the chalk walk. And yeah, if you have any questions, feel free to send us a message. I'll be happy to help you out with any questions that you might have. Chalkwalk.org slash TeamBoatWillie. Or you can just go to podcateers.com slash 428, and you'll see the link there to our Team Boat Willie page. Um, let's see. Oh, hey, quick shout out, by the way, to Marin over on Instagram. Uh, she sent us a message about uh, we've been talking a lot about the merch that we've been ogling and Andrew's been buying out completely. <laughs> like entire stores of Spirit Halloween have been sold out by Andrew um, for Whoa. Haunted Mansion merch. They're There's... all closed now. They're, no, I bought everything. They're all closed. I you have to come knew. to my house. Wow. You have to come to my house. I have the signs and the racks and everything. If you want to, you it. know, if you want to, like the Scooby Doo costume or, or like a, like a bunch of cotton cobwebs, sexy Scooby Doo or just Scooby Doo. I, I, I bought both. I, I, you got you got all kinds of you got options. You've got you've got all the options over at uh, Spirit Halloween uh, Casa de Fific. Nice. <laughs> uh, so yeah. So if you've been in the if you've been on the lookout for haunted mansion merch, Spirit Halloween is obviously the place to be. Hashtag not sponsored, but they do have a lot of Nightmare Before Christmas stuff. They have a lot of uh, Sanderson sister stuff this year for Hocus Pocus. And some uh, cool stuff for them, yeah. Yeah, and Marin pointed out that over at Hallmark, they have a lot of really great Haunted Mansion and Nightmare Before Christmas stuff as well. There was a couple of ornaments that I saw there that I ended up picking up. So nice. Yeah. Uh, we posted it over on Discord, but if you're looking for more mansion merch, make sure that you check out Hallmark. So, uh, quick shout out and thank you to Marin for sending us that link. Yeah. Shout out on Discord to Heather. <laughs> <laughs> on the Disney food one. Oh, the Disney food. <laughs> what did she post? Yeah, she posted something on August 26th. They're coming out at the Tiki. Uh, they're going to have a special oh, Monster wow. Well Tiki oh, Cup. Oh, yeah, the so Monster Cup. So another shout thing, out. Right? If you join our Discord, you can check that out. Monster Mug. Yeah. That's it. It's really cool. Tiki Mug. It's. I mean, that's a big blowhole for your cup. Oh. oh. <laughs> um, I'm, hey, I'm not she wrong. Could. That's the technical <laughs> term for it. <laughs> That's, yeah, I'm, I'm not wrong. I, I was into the design. I really <laughs> like the design. Like, even if you don't use it as a mug, it's a really nice, just like decorative piece. Yeah, it's just like a statue. Yeah, I'm into it. I like it. Me too. How much was it? Thanks, Heather. Oh, and they're they're doing it the same way they do all their their mugs. It's a one day only That's mobile right. order. Blah de blah de blah. Thanks for reminding. At mm-hmm. six o'clock in the morning. Six <laughs> o'clock in the morning, folks. <laughs> no. Fifty dollars for each $50. one. It's not bad. That's not bad. No. no, not bad. Considering the prices of some of the other mugs. I, that's pretty decent price for what it is. I mean, you don't get a drink with it, but still, I mean, it's still not bad for tiki mugs in general. I mean, that's yeah. like an average tiki mug price. There's, there's people yeah. collect for sure. Hmm. Yeah. I like I'm it. I'm just surprised it's not more. Yeah. Oh, don't same. worry. Once yeah, it hits eBay three hours later, it will be. Oh, yeah, six ninety nine. market. Hashtag. In hand, monstro In hand, mug. exactly. Right. <laughs> my picture on a garbage can outside. For available. <laughs> uh all right so couple things one movie wise 
it looks like we're getting a possible Big Thunder Mountain movie from the directors of Hawkeye, Bert and Birdie. Uh, I like this because we might finally get a little bit more SEA into our lives in the form of a Big Thunder movie. And Cowboys. Yeah. And Goats. trains. Yes, but SEA. <laughs> but trains. Yes, 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 of course. <laughs> yes, but trains. Yes. I love but me some trains. trains. But also <laughs> SEA. Oh, there is a I possibility like that they could. Oh, I'm just thinking yeah. Rainbow <laughs> Caverns, dude. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I didn't shot think about like, that. I, I, I oh, know. Oh, I, I just God. thought of oh. it right now. I'm like, whoa, it's an opportunity. So, hey. All Here right. we are in the little town of Rainbow Ridge. <laughs> right. I love it. I just hope that this doesn't turn out to be one of those, like, well, Guillermo del Toro said eight years ago that he was making the movie. And that, like, Ouch. nine years from now, we're like, all right, so we're finally getting a big Thunder Mountain movie, guys. I, I hope directed this by thing... Chris Columbus and it's, you know, or something like something completely different. Yeah. I mean, I hope this happens. I don't, honestly, I don't even care if this is directed Disney Plus. I'm hmm. I just want this if it does turn out to be directed Disney Plus, this could honestly be the beginning of building out the world of the SEA. I know that when we did the the handful of episodes outlining the SEA, we talked about the possibility of them doing a series or doing something for Disney Plus. Mhm. Look, this is the perfect opportunity. And considering right. <laughs> that the lore and the stories, the worlds, and the time frame that the SEA spans is, you know, decades and decades worth. I mean, that's movies upon movies, if not series upon series that you can have for Disney+. Plus. And I'm, I'm for it. I am 127.2894% for this. Very accurate. Uh, you know, you think they took the words out of my mouth. <laughs> you, you think they can uh, have a little Tony Baxter cameo in there? You know, pharmacy <gasps> bullion. No, I yeah, just like, like he has a little role. He's sitting behind a desk or something, counting some, some <laughs> gold, weighing some gold. It just the like, camera pans across him or something. Interact with I, Joe Rody. A Joe Rody cameo? Not wrong movie. That's a that's the Terror Terror movie. That's no, a movie. no, because that's <laughs> oh, how no, the you're crossovers about happen. For, yeah. Okay. If That's not, how you I'll set up for, the like, crossovers. pictures in the background or something. I mean, there's no. We need we need actual Tony okay. Baxter. Let's start a petition. <laughs> Change.org petition right now. That's how things. That's how things get done. That's Change. how things get ignored by Disney. Change.org petitions. <laughs> Tony Baxter must be in Big Thunder Mountain movie for at least four seconds. <laughs> All right. So knowing a little bit about the SEA. If you could choose, hold on, I'm making it right now. Okay, if you could choose one story or one character that you wanted to make a series for Disney Plus for, which character or which story would it be? That's a hard question. That's a dang. That's a hard one. <laughs> um, All right, I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. Let's put a uh, pin in that one. Okay. <laughs> and the next time we're all together, we will talk about this subject again. That'll give all That's of us sure. a, an a, like an adequate amount of time to think of a story and what we would do on the adventure, and then we could just pitch the story. How about that? Sounds Ooh, like a plan. That'd be can, fun. It, can it be people that uh, I want to be uh, part of this group? 
<laughs> as opposed to the people that are officially in this officially group? In group? Yes. Yes. Because this is because Hazen and I have you are creating. Yeah. So, yes. Okay, great. All right. Because, uh, yeah, uh, I always I said the group because Hazen and I have different ways of pronouncing. I always say C in my head. It's C because it's an acronym. So I say C and Hazen says mm, the S-E-A. And it's S-E-A. okay. It's both. It can be whatever you do. Tomato, and tomato. So, <laughs> tomato, potato. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. It's all right. <laughs> it's whatever. But, yeah. Uh, that by you know shrunken Ned or Sala or something whatever they should be in there but anyway that'll be for another possibilities are endless so we're putting a pin in that one that's gonna be a subject of upcoming episode so look forward to that soon hey Mel you mentioned this TV show that you were watching that had some Disney references in it since we're talking about movies and TV shows we're gonna be talking about She Hulk in just a moment what's the show you were talking about. I was talking about uh, the or- the Orville, and this one it's pretty cool. It's a sci-fi slash comedy slash action kind of show. Um, I've heard about it, but I didn't really start watching until like maybe a month ago or so. And at first, it had like really strong Star Trek, you know, influence or other like shows that any sci-fi show that you could think of it had an influence in it and i figured hey we have some listeners who you know watch star trek they might want to see it if they've you know heard about it or something you know kind of give it a boost and it's produced by seth MacFarlane. it's comedy is not too bad but not for kids (laughs) we gotta say that because yeah not for kids but um it's actually pretty cool and it's pretty fun. Um, the first two seasons were f- by Fox. And then now the third one is actually on Hulu, which makes it Disney related. However, in season three that just dropped and just started in June. I want to say June. I want to say in June. Um, we're just like maybe three episodes in. I'm not going to say anything about them. They get funnier, they get better, but then you start hearing the Disney influences and everyone, I'm like, that sounds like this, that sounds like that. And then they have like their little quips and whatnot, but there's one episode that I hope everyone gets to see in the third, uh, the third season or the newest season that brought back like a love for a certain sci-fi movie that some of us really love and they don't have in Tomorrowland. So I'm just going to say that. Batteries (laughs) not included. Yeah. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Short circuit. (laughs) All of that. All of that. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. (laughs) But um, the reason I'm like, I'm surprised that I'm not hearing about it. Um, but since it just got on to, it's actually on Disney plus too. I didn't even know that I've been watching on Hulu and, um, I really think people should just watch it. It's pretty cool. And if you're like into sci-fi adventures and you're a fan of like everything sci-fi under the umbrella, I mean, I think everybody would have fun with it. And so far it's been fun. So it's easy to binge through, so 
just uh, slow down if you have to, but it's a lot of fun. And I'm like, I want to talk about this because, again, we have listeners who watch sci-fi things and shows and movies. So it's something cool. And Disney. It's on Disney Plus. We exactly. get to talk about it. That's, you know what? I mean, this is a free-form podcast. We can do whatever we want. We're, yeah. We got no rules. We got no sponsors, so they can't tell us what to do. That's right. <laughs> um, yeah, suckers. But hey, you want to sponsor Pocketeers? Yeah, we're available <laughs> if you guys want to sponsor um, us. We're open. <laughs> yeah. All right, Arby's, come on. Um, They've got the but meats. Anyway, it's, <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, the Orville, I've, I watched Orville as, uh, you know, when it first came out on Fox. And it originally, like, it was billed as, like, all right, here it is. It's like the Star Trek, but it's funny. Yeah. The Star Trek. I said it like an old man. You did. Um, <laughs> it's, like, <laughs> it's like Star Trek, but it's funny. Like, okay, there's going to be lots of jokes. Seth MacFarlane, okay, he's the family guy and all these things. And, all right, it's going to be funny. And, like, okay, it was funny. Like, first episode was kind of slapsticky. Second episode, a little bit less. And then it just kind of became Star Trek. Like, with, like, a few jokes. But Star Trek had, you know, some jokes, too. Yeah. Um, so it's basically different Star Trek now with, you know, a little more lighthearted. But there's there's a lot of action, a lot of drama, a lot of, you know, stakes in the show. Romance. <laughs> I mean, it's got everything it in does. the show. There's a lady loves a robot. There's all kinds of stuff. Um, you know, uh, Norm MacDonald is a voice of a blob man. Um, there's like a, like a cool like Klingon guy, but he's not a Klingon. Yeah. He's something else <laughs> named Bordis. Uh, it's a good show. It's it's fun. Um, yeah, I I I recommend watching the Orville. I'm I'm about three episodes in on the third season. We haven't had time to catch up on it because we've been watching uh everything else we haven't uh watched uh yet. So <laughs> we got a backlog of uh too many medical shows that <laughs> we decided <laughs> to watch. So uh maybe after we're done with The Resident we'll watch more of the Oroville. Nice. Um but uh yeah I, I, I do uh like the Oroville so I'm I'm happy that it's kind of in the Disney Plus Hulu family and easy easy to watch, easy to um uh yeah just get hooked on it's a it's a it's a fun little show yeah and then with each and now that you can see like the oh gosh brain fart um the effects there we go thank you (laughs) 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 perfect timing the effects got better like everything just got better and it just gets if you see like the first episode it's gonna be like oh it looks a little rough it gets better. It looks prettier. That's okay. That's how I felt about Doctor Who. The older episodes right. have really <laughs> hokey like effects, but then as they progressed, they just got mm-hmm. better and better when they got more funding. Wait, Doctor Who? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the Doctor Who series. Yeah. Doctor hey, what? Larry, have you oh, watched boy. the Orville? Or am I the only like am I the only one that's never seen no, it? No, I you know what's sad? I put it I follow Seth MacFarlane. And I, I'm so new about this show when it released because there's also an actor that was in Agents of Shield that it yeah, was I don't know she's uh, yeah so sh- this show was on my radar and in my Hulu queue now since season one because Seth MacFarlane's also behind bringing back the Cosmos with Neil Tyson DeGrasse which is also one of the seasons is on uh, Disney Plus and I would say check that out if you like sci-fi and really zoning out into what space and like everything and becoming that that's Seth MacFarlane again. And then obviously you got family guy. And then if you've ever watched American dad, 
another Seth MacFarlane show. He shows his affinity for Star Trek because the main character is actually Patrick Stewart is like the boss mm-hmm. of the dad. So like this was like one of his segues when he got to this to being like, I could use this project and I always had it in my queue. And now it finally ended up on Disney Plus on, on the Disney Plus platform. I was like, oh, I have to watch this show. I just always been putting it on the back burner because it's funny what Andrew brings up. Like all of a sudden something else popped up. Oh, I got to watch this. Yeah. And then Hulu at the time, I've always had the commercial version. So mm-hmm. now that it's in the Disney Plus realm, like I gotta binge it now. I gotta get into this. I hear nothing but good things, and I, I like Seth MacFarlane for sure. He was gonna do a, a Flintstones mm-hmm. reboot at one point too. That got canceled. Yeah, he's got so many that... shows in the hopper; it's ridiculous. It's he's crazy. made he's made Fox so much money with Family Guy; they just let him do whatever he wants. <laughs> yeah, it's true. It's true. That's awesome. Well, I guess I have something to watch. Is it something that I have to pay attention to, or can I let it play in the background while I'm working on stuff? Oh, no. You could let it play in the background. It's just like... Yeah. It's just that. There's a whole episode. Is it kind of like Space the Office? A little bit. I mean, it's a little more more action-y. There are definitely, like, as the show progresses through the season, it does get a little more towards the dramatic and towards the, you know, more Star Trek-y as opposed to more office-y. Um, which I think that's probably kind of where they were going for in the beginning. It does definitely get more serious in the in the you know as as you progress through the series. So it, I don't think you have to pay super attention, but it it might be uh, <laughs> you might lose some stuff because there are some interesting connecting storylines that happen hmm. through through the seasons. The so terminology right. that they use though is very easy to listen. So yeah, that's oh, that's okay. the key. Is it's not. Like, no midi chlorians. <laughs> no, Jedi, no the wills. No, no. that's what I was Chewbacca concerned talk. with. No, there was going to be so much that I was going to have to learn that I wasn't going to be oh, able no. to enjoy it unless I like paid attention to it. It's yeah. mostly like Navy speak, like if you know the bridge and the yeah. Yeah, Star Trek stuff. It's all that kind of stuff. Set, set, you know, blasters to this, and it's all that standard terminology, you know. I might be the only person on the podcast right now that's never seen Star Trek. That's I've, okay. I, I was I've there watched too. <laughs> one Star Trek movie ever, so I'm not I far behind you. I don't think I've ever watched the full Star Trek movie either. And I don't I want this. The, the new one. Okay. That's and what I, I've the seen. The one with Chris Pine or whatever? With Chris one Pine, of the Chris yeah. I saw the first. I saw the first one of those, and that's the only Star Trek I've seen. Okay. That's the one I started watching. And I don't want this to turn into a whole like Star Trek versus Star Wars thing or anything. No, it's just it's never really been on my radar before. I know a lot of people like I have a lot of friends in my circle that watch Star Trek and they totally love it. And I I probably made a reference about it in the past. And uh, because I've never seen it, uh, my friends were like, "Ah, you've never actually seen it. How dare you? That's fair. You know, I can't criticize something if I haven't watched it. So at some point, I do want to watch it, you know, just to give it a chance. But as of right now, never seen Star Trek. But the Orville, I'm going to give that a shot. Now that it's on Disney+, yeah. Plus, I'm definitely going to put that on my to-watch list. I'll report back next week. I'll watch a couple of episodes, and then I'll report back to see how what I what I feel about it. Cool. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's, it's a fun show. Yeah. Right on. You'll like it. Speaking of Disney Plus and shows that are currently happening, She-Hulk Episode 1 has officially launched. The day that this episode sure releases, did. we will have Episode 2 of She-Hulk. 
Uh, initial thoughts on the show and what we're getting out of She-Hulk Attorney at Law. So much I think fun. Needs to take this. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I was like, can we talk? Can we talk? <laughs> no, it's this is the unexpected surprise that I was going to be like so happy about. And I did not know anything about Jen or She-Hulk or nothing. But oh my gosh, she's She's fun. The whole show is fun. And I get her rage. <laughs> In the show, there's parts where she gets upset. And it's like, yes, that's when I kind of want to lash out too. And the way that she just like hulks out <laughs> and screams or actually like yells. It's like, dang, I want to do that too. I'm, I bet that would feel good afterwards. <laughs> But um, yeah, no, it's a fun show. I there's a lot of laughs. There, there is. There's a lot of a lot of similarities to Deadpool as well. I think. I think. She Hulk is Deadpool. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. It's it was it was a fun show. Yeah, I was gonna bring up the Deadpool thing. She's talking to the camera, talking to the audience, like. Well, this is what the blah, blah, blah. so yeah the the first episode is a uh, is an interesting trip. It's kind of like a it's a the full setup, uh, and you know tell gives you the origin story episode, and then I believe from what I'm assuming the rest of the series is going to take place more. It's a that, she says it. She's like this is a, a tur- this is a law show. Yeah, this <laughs> this is Law and Order, but with a superhero like with with the Hulk. Um, <laughs> so it'd be interesting to see how this plays out. I d- enjoyed you know the whole episode. It was uh you know getting the Mark Ruffalo in there too. Um, I think the origin her you know how she get got the gamma blood on her is a little different in like the comics, if I'm not mistaken, but you know, that she gets it either way. Um, Bruce has like a, like, I don't know, Tiki bar and it's funny. Um, (laughs) And yeah, it's, it's a fun show and you get to see, you know, uh, Hulk's, uh, you know, power clap or whatever the heck that is. And, you know, (laughs) jumping around and falling off of cliffs and it's just a good fun time. Like it, it's just silly fun. And it's, it's, I'm excited to see where this goes and how much, this is going to turn into a legal drama if that's the case. Like if this is just going to be, you know, Ice T shows up and and talks about, <laughs> you, you know, all kinds of stuff, and then they Munch. get the DA involved and <laughs> and they say, you know, like this man is out of order. I call contempt to the witness, and you know, <laughs> badgering the witness. Benson Stabler show up. <laughs> so that's that's what I'm waiting for. You know, I need some you know objections. Uh, you know, pandering to the pandering to the whatever and <laughs> objection this and yeah, exactly. So I, I hope some of that's in there because you know those, all those loft shows like Lana are funny because they all you, they're so predictable. I love going watching those and anytime somebody says something, I I try to say objection before they're gonna say objection because you know they're gonna say it. Oh yeah. Uh, um, but that that's my fun game. But yeah, She-Hulk, that's what we're talking about. Uh, good show. Yeah. <laughs> For me watching it, uh, it's, it's exactly what both of you guys say. There's, there's a lot of comedy that comes into it that I didn't necessarily... I knew by seeing one of the, like, posters or cameo where they showed, like, Mark Ruffalo all interesting looking, like, all cladded up and her looking all, like, 
with shadows and the 1980s, 70s vibe picture. I don't know if you guys remember that poster. I thought, well, there's going to be some comedy and satire in here for sure. And it starts off just really quick. And I think I'm a little bit – here's the three things I'm going through. It's I was trying to keep it in the Marvel universe of a, other series we've had. There's always been like you have to keep up with it because there's things that will be explained later that will bring that like overlaying Marvel story, I feel like. And I think I'm a little bit suspicious because what I'm like, when I'm watching it, it's funny laid out so good in in the comedy and how she's going through her origin story. Like, you know, Andrew mentioned, and then the Deadpool referencing like the fourth wall breaking it. Right. When I remember the fourth wall thing, what freaks me out about it watching is like, that's how WandaVision kind of started. And then there's like things you realize that they weren't real or they were fake or whatnot. Like, I don't know how much that spills over here. I got, when I watch this, I got like Saved by the Bell slash 1970s crime <laughs> show. <laughs> That's nice. what I felt like when I watched it. The dynamic. And, and yeah, Jenny does a really good job of, of playing her character. And I love the Captain America references. I'm a hardcore Cap fan. So good. <laughs> and and it's, it brings a layer behind um, Tony Stark. Which in the comics we've always talked about, Andrew, or excuse me, Hazen. Sorry, you've mentioned, you know, he was a heavy drinker in the comics, and you kind of got a little bit behind that with this, and, and you know, Bruce referencing back to what was in the times before that, and looking into his bar, like those were cool comic book references I liked. But it was, yeah, there's so many good things from it that I love that I'm like, okay, I'm in, I'm ready, but I'm very suspicious about how this is playing out right now. Like I feel like there's something more to be unveiled especially her blackouts and then coming back all of a sudden she has control in what we're seeing i don't want to spoil too much but she has these blackouts like hulk but different and i feel like there's something to that a little bit yeah objection argumentative Ah! (laughs) leading the witness calls for speculation you know i i'm i'm loving this show so far uh there was a some controversy, obviously, because of course, you know, there there's got objection to be. hearsay. Hearsay. <laughs> but uh really the I think a lot of the controversy came from the fact that she was really open about having to control her emotions uh in certain situations. So one, if you haven't watched the episode you might want to pause here for a little bit, watch the episode, and then come back because I'm going to get a little spoilery as we talk about the rest of episode one. But, you know, she was talking to Bruce about, you know, controlling the Hulk. And Bruce was in this really weird state of, wait a second, you're you're still you, right? You're, you don't have, like, this alter mm-hmm. ego? Like, wait, how are you doing this? Like, Bruce was totally confused. And so he thought that he was going to have to teach her, you know, how to control this, like, Hulk inside of her and everything. And she's got, like, 100% control. And there was a point in the show where she started saying, you know, I I have to control myself and I have to keep this demeanor of I'm, I'm always composed, you know, when I'm being catcalled, when I'm being told you know how to feel or what i'm supposed to do or how i'm supposed to act in the courtroom and i thought like that is i think something that like a lot of women face and it's it's something that's come to light a lot over the last several years and 
you know, the fact that it was brought up, I think, angered some people because they thought, oh, now you're making like the show this and this and how dare you politicize. And, you know, it's not really politicizing the show. It's literally something that everybody goes through. And one thing that Marvel's been really good at in all of the shows that have been coming out on Disney Plus is talking about issues that people in different segments of the world face. You know, regardless of where you live, depart, uh, regardless of, you know, where your family comes from or the language that you speak or what your traditions are, like every show so far that Disney Plus has put out has done a really great job of bringing those issues to light and helping people understand or at least you hope that it's helping people understand what you know these characters are going through uh jennifer saying that to bruce was doing the exact same thing you know it was bringing to light things that we've talked about in the past and you know these problems that women face on a daily basis and i thought it was good to bring it up the way that they did because like even bruce had this moment of like oh damn like i i don't go through that right and you hope that people mm -hmm. watching go through the same thing instead of just like ah how dare they how dare marvel blah 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 it's like no like there's a reason they're doing this right like we may have this hammered into us but i heard somebody on tiktok say this the other day and i i agree with what she said and it's that I'm going to paraphrase because I don't remember exactly what she said, but she said, we as adults hear this all the time. And especially with all the issues that we hear, the news articles and everything. Right. But the children that are watching this that are 13, 14, 15, 16 years old, they've never really heard anything like this. And they're watching these shows for the first time. So it's their first time being exposed to this. So if it felt like it was really direct and it was in a way that, seemed maybe tongue-in-cheek to us or maybe seemed comical to us maybe didn't seem comical to other viewers that have never been exposed to something like this but need to know what goes on in the world right so mm -hmm. uh, obviously there's going to be a lot more of this as the show progresses you know jennifer is a very strong character from what we've seen so far you know i love that she stands up for herself regardless of who she's going up against and you know, the Hulk persona is just going to bring a whole, uh, like another element to her character that, you know, is going to, I think, I, I think the, the, the conversation is going to revolve a lot around how, when she's angry, people see her or maybe even women a certain way that they might start seeing them as like, Oh, you're being over erratic. You're being over emotional. You're being this, you're being that. But this show, I think hopefully begins to show that it has nothing to do with that. It has everything to do with how we see things, you know, as a society sometimes and I hope I'm making sense right now. It's like it was super comical. Like it was super comical, but there was it was such a deep episode. Like at its core, yeah. there was so many messages that I think were done in such a way that if you missed it, like watch it again. Like you'll start to hear these messages throughout the show. I'm sure we're gonna get more of them. Um, but yeah, everything else that you guys talked about absolutely on board that deadpool reference mel 100 percent. 
it's so funny <laughs> to me though that when she does it like there's there's a point where they're on the island and she turns around and she's all like he doesn't mean that and then she catches herself she's like what the hell did i just do right and then bruce turns around and, and he's kind of like wait what did you just do or what did you just say and they're both confused about her breaking the fourth wall like that so <laughs> yeah. it's almost like they're kind of getting used to having to break the fourth wall that's where wall. I'm like, suspicious it's so saying. weird like it's so weird I love it yeah it is um, <laughs> yeah so I'm looking forward to more of that uh, overall I enjoyed this first episode I'm you know I, I think this is going to be another great show as far as all the special effects all the visual effects that people were criticizing i mean oh. look they're visual effects right <laughs> i mean we we can get down and we could start criticizing the visual effects but i think there's a lot that goes into play when stuff like this is put together right time frames are big especially if they're trying to release x amount of episodes by a certain date and if there's any reshoots and if there's any re-renders like re-rendering animated hulks is not a one-day process and if you're on no. a deadline, you're going to have to do as best you can to get edits done or to get episodes released. So I think for what we're getting, I think the VFX artists did an amazing job. Uh, and you have to, I, I hate to say it, but you know you're watching a Marvel thing, right? Like suspend your disbelief. <laughs> like we don't have hulks in the world for real. So wait I, a minute, <laughs> wait a minute. You're telling me that there are no Hulk lawyers in the world? No Is one. Unless, we, to tell unless right we check Objection. out one of those racks you have from Spirit <laughs> Halloween. No. Slandering. <laughs> Hearsay. Badgering the witness. Did you say flandering? Like Flanders? Flandering. Oakley, <laughs> Sounded like fl- yeah, fl- yeah, Flanders. Flandersing. Oakley, Oakley, do. So, uh, anyway, yeah, She-Hulk, looking forward to the series. Uh, if you have uh, any thoughts that you have on She-Hulk, we'd love to hear them. Head on over to our Discord if you haven't joined yet. Super easy to join us. You can either go to the blog post for this episode, podcasters.com slash 428, click on the Discord logo, or you can also head over to our Instagram account. We have a pinned IG story with our Discord link. And just you're a couple of clicks away from joining the community and joining the conversation. And, uh, yeah. All right. Anything else that we want to talk about before we wrap up today's episode? This is one of the longer ones that Andrew loves. Yeah. I love long episodes. There'll be a new Quizneyland in theory this week. Woohoo! No idea what it's going to be about. have not (laughs) written a single word down. But you know what? There will be an episode. uh, I promise. Uh, there will be stuff. There will be stuff, and it'll there be fun, be and you'll stuff. learn something too. Quizneyland. There'll be stuff. stuff. That's that should be the theme song. Though. Just like there will be, you know, there will be stuff. <laughs> That's the theme song. Q U I Z N E Y. Because it's Quizneyland. That's why. He's That's it. To... That's the song. <laughs> M O U S E Disneyland Map. P O D C A S T. That works. I got Disneyland. All right. That's it. That's it. We're reaching the point where I think we're all about to turn into pumpkins because of how late it is. So that's it. Time to wrap up the episode. Until next time, keep dreaming, keep moving forward, and always remember to pass on the magic. 
Have a fantastic week, everyone. Bye. See ya. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Yeah, baby. I said that wrong. That was Objection. horrible. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Flandersing. <laughs> Oakley dokley do. <laughs> That's good. Part of the Podcateers Network.